I sat on a food item from last week that I totally forgot about. That was, was the food item called the Dock of the Bay? No, no, I was not. Because that would be really funny for I a comedy podcast. I didn't go to o- Otis Redding's Breakfast Shack and have that food item, no. Um, so yeah, you know, fuck it. I have nothing to come in hot with, so I'm just going to say that the name of the show is Hot Property, and as one of the hosts of the show, my name, Mayamo, Dan Scully. And I'm Stephen Richards, and I'm COVID-free. Yeah! Ow! Yeah, we made it through. We made hey. it through, guys. Well, here's the thing. So I, I do not have COVID. Well, actually, but... that's a lie. Um, it's not really a lie. It's like um, a half-truth. I feel better. I haven't exactly tested myself again because I only have one test left and they're, they're hard to come by these days. Yeah. So I want to save it for when I know that I have a a negative. Yeah. Well, I you think know? that that well, and also too, like which is tomorrow. You're in the clear though, because they just lowered yeah. the they CDC shortened it down to five to five days. Yeah. On the day that would have been my fifth day. There you go. But like three more of my friends now have it here in Maniac. It's going around. Yeah. It's so funny so, too. I mean, so I might as well just stay are... inside anyway because I might, I don't want to get it again. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere. I, I'm not going through <laughs> yeah. shit because uh, I spent my Christmas completely alone because I was supposed to go home to my parents and my sisters for Christmas, yeah. and Jenna went to her family for Christmas, and then lo and behold, my brother-in-law got COVID, which canceled my Christmas. Jenna was gone. So I watched a lot of really long movies over the weekend to try nice. and, uh, yeah, just use that time. So I didn't really have Christmas this year, but my brother-in-law's fine. But now my sister has COVID um, and her kids are awaiting results of their tests for COVID. But it's so, funny, how, not funny, but it's crazy how just like fast it came upon everyone in this area. Well, I think that it what it comes down to is that's the nature. Anyone who's ever played the incredible video game Plague Inc. understands that a virus, uh, the goal of a virus is to perpetuate, to propagate, sorry, and stay alive. Therefore, mutations of viruses almost universally tend to be less deadly, more tri- more contagious. Yeah. And so I think that's what's happening here is that this variety is not deadly. I think there's only one death from it worldwide. I think that's the number. It's, it's and that was Rob. Either yeah, RIP. Either RIP way, it's Rob. like a it's a remarkably low thing, but it's crazy contagious. So whereas you know a couple weeks back, if it was a different variant, if I was at my sister's house and my brother-in-law had it, I might be able to get by without it. Now it's like a no-go zone. But if I do yeah. get it, chances are it's going to be relatively weak. What with me being. You know that, but I still don't want it because if I get it, Jenna gets it, and if she gets it, then she can't work, and that's yeah. an issue. So, like, you know, I'm just trying to be good. But yeah, my my Christmas was very non-eventful. Uh, I did nothing. It was mine was, was pretty that, uneventful too. Um, to truth, I was, was kind of awesome. It was kind of cool. It was kind of cool. Um, but there was uh, two people had come. And we did uh, like socially distant gift exchanges where like I left their gifts on my stoop. They walked up, replaced theirs with mine. Nice. And then, uh, you know, we would, you know, text or call them about the gifts later. I think that's like, the way hey, to do it. You know, this is awesome. Cool. Um, 
I got a BB-8 Nightlight, which is cool. Oh, I'm into it. Yep. And a Seahawks blanket, which I've been cuddling. That's what I cuddled up with all of Christmas Day. Just watch movies and shit and play video games. Nice. <clears throat> and, then yeah. I, and then I ordered. I took a page out of how other people might celebrate Christmas traditionally. And I ordered Chinese food. Dude, I did that on Christmas. I ate yeah. Chinese food. I ate Chinese food on Christmas Eve and on Christmas. I ordered twice. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I only ordered once, but... Well, what it came down to was I ordered a ton on Christmas Eve. And I was like, this is perfect because this will be dinner tonight and it'll be dinner tomorrow. And then I fucking ate all of it. And then on yeah. Saturday, I was like, all right, let, I'll order a lot again. And then this will be lunch tomorrow. And then I just, I ate all of it. Yeah. And so two nights in a row, I ate. Did you like get it from the same place or, or two different places? Okay. Same place. I went to Michael's Chinese Kitchen. Shout out Michael's Chinese Kitchen. Always open. Uh, I I do think that the guy who runs it might, I'm going to assume that Michael is a name that he chose because yeah. uh, when I speak to him and when I see him, I don't mean to stereotype, but I'm willing to bet that, that he was not born Michael. Um, and also yeah. willing to bet that um, he has only been a Philadelphian for, Oh, a couple of years. <laughs> But, but I'll you know, tell you he's what, making good Chinese food. His dumps are banging. His General Sos is banging. The walk, the walk Does he have dumps banging. like a truck? He's got dumps like a truck, truck, okay. truck. No food, yuck, yuck, yuck. Yum <laughs> in my tub. Yum. It's, dude, it's fucking, I love Michael's Chinese Kitchen. It's, uh, it's a great place. There's online ordering. So you don't have to fucking talk to anybody. Unless I you want, want to. some egg foo, yuck. <laughs> uh, baby. So like foo 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 young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get some general sauce. Gotta get some general sauce, baby. <laughs> it comes with an egg roll. <laughs> <laughs> man. Oh man, I love it. Extra duck sauce, so scandalous. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of more items, but I only brought ever six order. chopsticks, but I only need one because all this food for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just it's just like a beach setting and there's just a whole bunch of egg rolls yeah. and i'm like running across them and doing cartwheels and stuff just to go over the egg rolls like cisco yep. did with the butts <laughs> remember that video <laughs> yeah dude that video was the height of the 90s it was cisco it was man peak 90s stepping away from drew hill stepping into get over it starring kirsten dunst i believe yeah. cisco he tried to make that crossover and then it just kind of failed. And then lo and behold, like his, yeah, I guess, I guess his legacy is now the thong song. Um, and, and, and a great, a great um, telecommunication system out of San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and for a short while he worked at Chili's. No. Uh, and, um, <laughs> and the, um, because anytime anybody sees the brand, the telecommunications brand Cisco, you know what they're thinking, and you know that they're singing thong song in their head. Oh, yeah. and that's gonna be stuck in their head the rest of the day. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and I feel like no. What's the other thing? It was um. <laughs> the, oh yeah, Wild Wild West was a Will Smith song featuring oh, yeah. featuring Drew Hill, which was sort yep. of the soft rollout of Cisco as a visual image with the fucking comb hair and you know all that yeah. stuff. And uh, but then he tried to make a crossover. And I, I'll tell you what, I like the thong song and Cisco seemed like a cool dude. I wish it worked out yeah. a little bit. I wish he could go a little further with it. 
He was, you know, he was too early because I would, I would say that Lil Nas X is kind of doing the same thing. Yeah, honestly, you know what Cisco should do? He should tie into Lil Nas X, and they yeah. could do a new thong song, and Cisco sings it to the ladies. Lil Nas X sings it to the fellas. Like he's, oh, it's it's thong song versus banana hammock. And okay. It would yeah. make a, it would make and if a any, great video. And I mean this, I mean this with great sincerity. If anybody can make a cool song about a banana hammock, it's Lil Nas X. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I think it's certainly in his wheelhouse. And he I think made me listen to country for an entire summer. I don't think this is beyond his capabilities. I'll tell you what. I I enjoy Lil Nas X as a person, but I think Old Town Road is fucking like hot, disgusting garbage. That song I think it's sucks. One of the best songs ever created. Evidently, I'm wrong because it's catchy. It's a huge hit. And, you know, I don't trust my own music taste either. But, you know, it, it is what it is. Mozart himself heard it from his grave and said, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> well, yeah, Mo- Mozart's, <laughs> Mozart's in hell where uh, Little Nas X shot that music video where he's fucking oh, yeah. the devil. Yeah, we all Mozart know. was Mo- like, fuck, man, this would have been really good in the fucking 1500s. When was he alive? <laughs> oh, wait, was Mozart the deaf one? Yeah. Okay, yeah, then he's definitely in hell. That's where all disabled people go. Oh my god, Dan. <laughs> I just had to say it. It's not true. It's not true. Holy Plus, shit. I'll be, Mo- I'll see, this, is, this is why like, I feel stupid all the time, because I don't know when anybody was alive at any point in time. Hey, Mozart, in my head, I'm seeing him as like, is he 1800s? Like early 1800s? No. 1700s? You're close with early. It's It's late 17s. 17s okay. he died in 1791 okay but like leonardo da vinci he's more in the 1500s isn't he yeah i know that because of um is that Assassin's true creed yeah 1500 he died 1519 oh fuck man and then 1588 was the magna carta i believe no uh sean carter was born <laughs> sean combs was born did he yeah uh, um, yeah. uh, 1215. 1215. What yeah. am I thinking? What's 1588? That's something. That's some. That's a date that I have remembered in my head. Spanish Armada. You know, you know why I have that in my head? Because of the movie Billy Madison, when one of Billy's study tricks is that his girlfriend says a date or no says an event and then he says the date and if he's right she takes off an item of clothing oh, yeah. and i'm pretty sure that magna carta and spanish armada are listed and 1588 is one of them and then i guess the other one is what do you say 1512 1215 and that's where we get that famous bit where he's playing the game again only this time with chris farley who does the that is correct oh, yeah. and does that yeah See, this stuff can be educational. I remembered that the Magna Carta was one of two dates, one of which dates I couldn't remember, but I could remember the other. So I learned a little. And one was a book and one was a military action. Yeah, but I know them. <laughs> I got them. Dan, which one was which? Uh, the, the Spanish Armada would be a military action. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, the, <laughs> just just wanted to dip a toe in that in that water to see. What I watch. Right. I watch enough Jeopardy to know that the Magna Carta is nine out of every ten times that they're seeking the name of a document on Jeopardy, a historical document. It's the Magna Carta. You might get a Treaty of Versailles peppered in there, or you might get, you know, like a promise ring. But if you want, you know, I feel like I've seen Treaty of Versailles on there a lot. Yeah, I mean that's that's the ultimate treaty. That's the that's the war ending treaty. Yeah, World War Two. So yeah, 
you know. What's what's a treatise? A treatise? Yeah. Uh, like as opposed to a treaty? Yeah, they're the same thing, just different words. I think a treaty is agreed upon by both parties and signed. I think a treatise is the proposal. That would be my guess. Um, like a theory. Yeah. Ver- a, theory no, a, treat- a, a treatise is actually more of a, like a dissertation. Okay. Or um, or what is that thing that um? Yeah, that like killers leave. A, uh... No, not not like a um, fuck. What is that called when a murderer leaves uh, manifesto? Manifesto. manifesto. Yeah. Um, it's like uh, you know what? Like college people going for like their MDs have to write this big report. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They um, they say it's their uh, well, they usually say it's their dissertation or their... that's the right word. Okay, that's what I thought. Oh, oh no, they always go. Yeah, I'm working on my thesis. Uh, thesis. Yeah. So a treatise yeah. is basically a thesis. Someone's going to text me this week and say, no, you're an idiot. This is wrong. But as I'm trying to read information yeah. and talk it at the same time, uh, it yeah, seems sh- like that's the case. Shout out, Dr. Scientist. If you can clear this yeah. up for us, uh, please uh, radio in from your space pod and uh, let us know also, what you've learned. Another, another one who's got COVID, by the way. That's why we had to send him to space. Yeah. Because in space, no can one you can, hear no me, one can... Dr. Scientist? <laughs> can you hear me, Dr. Scientist? Steve, shut the fuck up. Is what I was gonna say. <laughs> it's Christmas time in space. I Steve. told you to stop using the space intercom that I designed in gave, this manner. And gave you the other end of. Why did I trust you as my one communication to the planet Earth? You have failed me in more ways than one. If you wanted to give it to your wife directly, you should have given it to your wife directly. But if you're going to leave me to deliver the space communicator to your wife, she's going to have to go fuck herself because there's nothing in my genetics that is going to let me give up a space communicator to anybody. Fuck out of here, Dr. Scientist. Well, he's not married, so I, I am his I'm his wife for all intents and purposes. I don't care who his wife is. If I have something labeled space communicator, you will have to pry that out of my cold, dead hands. And even then, my finger probably has a grenade trigger on it. So well, you will actually, have to deal with the fact that you can't talk to Dr. Scientist in space. These are the let rules. Me, let me get with him on this and ask if that's okay if I just give it to you. Because I did leave it off its charger for like three weeks. And he called me with like a bunch of problems after that. Yeah. So um, maybe Wait. maybe you should have it. I hate to go against what I've learned from oh now three decades of Spider Man or whatever it is, but um, with the power. So you're saying that the power that comes with the space communicator comes with the responsibility to solve space problems. No, like you just have to like you know because I don't be want like, it. Oh, like I don't want it. That's the the vacuum pipe has. Uh, is leaking and then I just send him a PDF of how to fix it all right I could probably do like two out of every five of those requests I'm into it I'm good yeah the the lazy me was gonna get into it because frankly I'm just gonna be like uh probably should have thought of that before you went to fucking space click you know because he won't even tell me what he's doing up there but he said he'll be back in time for the Cobra Kai premiere in New Year's Eve. So <laughs> he's just up there eating yeah. pocky chip after pocky chip, <laughs> just studying if weightlessness. He's training for the our next issues. spicy chip challenge. I was actually he's thinking training about this at zero gravity day. for our next spicy chip challenge. <laughs> when I tell you that that I don't care if you put that chip on my doorstep, I I am not I am not doing the pocky chip again. We'll see. <laughs> 
It's like, you keep saying it. It's Listen. not happening. Dude, those stomach pangs that happened hours after the episode ended was some of the worst pain I have ever felt in my life. And there was nothing that you that I could do to like stop it except hope that it ends. And both times it took between 10 and 15 minutes. Fuck all of that. Fuck all of that. Two times. Um, Ten times. There's no, there's no news on whether or not it will return for 2022 yet. So fair enough. Maybe you'll luck out, but I, I guarantee you that because about the amount of YouTube hits that this thing gets every year when they release it, they're going to release another one. And that means we're going to have to do it. I mean, what's going to happen. And I'm going to tell you this right now, because when this happens, you're going to get so mad. And I'm going to tell you right now, what's going to happen is I'm going to say, no, 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 no. And then you're going to find some I'm way say, yes, 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 to, yes. to get a chip in my hand. And I'll be like, fine, fine, fine. And then we'll open it and then we'll pull the chips out and then you will bite into yours and I will throw mine in the trash and I'll watch the show. And that's definitely what's going to happen. I'm definitely not going to eat it. And I'm just letting you know that now so that when this happens, you go, what the fuck? I ate it. Why not you? I'm going to be like, dude, I told you. Um, okay, I've already got a way to combat this. So <laughs> I love I love the enthusiasm. Here's the other <laughs> thing is I know that I'm an asshole. And the second I get ready to throw it away, you're like, fine, throw it away like a bitch. I'd be like, fine, I'm gonna eat 10. And it's just so that might work too. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I know. We'll, we will see. And what we'll see is um, Pocky 2022 coming at you. Speaking of 2022 coming at you. What's uh, what are some of your resolutes? All right. Um, actually, this for the is pretty, goals. pretty easy. Uh, I got to lose a couple LBs because I put yeah, on I think a couple that's on, LBs. I think that's on most most people's tables. But I'm already taking action on that. I, I'm in a boxing class. I'm going to the gym pretty regularly. Uh, and I'm going to start fasting again once I get through New Year's. So, like, we're good on that. So, like, and I got a, I got a backlog of cookies that I'm getting through. So, like, the fasting's just not going to happen. It's just not yeah, you got to eat, eat your way to a diet. I got to eat my way to a diet. Yeah. But so that's that's like the, the physical ones and things like that. Um, I think I would like to try once again to get smoking marijuana to weekends because when I had stopped for a couple months, it was great. But I, I also do really love it. So I'll find that middle ground. And then really my main thing is I would like by end of next year to have at least the manuscript portion of the book that I'm writing done so that I can get it edited. You're writing so done? I, I, w- I want to get the, the writing done. Oh, I thought you were writing a book called Done, like a like a Dune. Like, a, <laughs> like you know, Autobots and Transformers you are, you know, different. Or GoBots and Transformers are different. I thought you were writing Done. I will say this. I haven't figured this out yet, but there is, like, there's a slight chance that one portion of this will involve a car that becomes a robot man. Nice. But I don't know yet. I have, I have a, a thing set up because like it's, it's a world idea that I have. And so I'm writing it in the form of an anthology of short stories that take place in this world that is fundamentally changed in one small way. And so it's a whole bunch of different industries and people and stuff tied into this, but in anthology format, because I like jumping from genre to genre. That's and cool uh, I'm going to do that. So, yeah, but it's like generally a, a sci-fi concept 
but genre to genre, story to story, because it's just me having fun. It's very crass so far. It's very gross so far. And chances are it's going to be filled with a fair amount of offensive language just because like I'm trying awesome. to... I'm trying to provoke because I, I think that people are starting to get a little too milk toast about what gets them off their rocker. So that's my goal. Hey man, and that sounds and, pretty good. I have a question though. If, in the midst of that, if I can also follow through with my initial Jeopardy application, I would like to be on Jeopardy. That's all. But I'm going to wait till I... Amy Schneider's done because she's a fucking beast. She's unstoppable. So I don't, I'll wait till her rate is done so that I don't have How to. How many has she won in a row? I think she's at like 18 or 19. So like already getting the up record? to I think Ken has the record of four, it's like 42 or 45, something like that. But mm. either way, like most people fizzle out before they hit five. And she's just like like cranking out. It's unbelievable to watch. She's cranking out answers like you wouldn't believe. But uh so in, yeah, so in that's your my book. In your book, can I play the guy who turns into a car? I don't know how to explain this to you if you don't understand it already but people don't tend to play people in books <laughs> i just want to be the car guy though i mean the, the car guy is a car guy he's not a guy listen i'll audition if i have to can i just play the guy in the car that makes turn into a car please I'm going to say yes, if only to terminate this line of questioning, but one day we're going to have to actually parse out <laughs> what a book is so that you can understand why this is going to be a difficult transition to the page. Just make him look and sound like me. In the now, book. That, now that I can do. It's just that <laughs> the function of this thing, if I decide to write this story, is not as the character of a car as a, as a man, but as a transformer being the method towards uh, towards disassembling a flesh and blood passenger. Nice. Does that make totally sense? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm totally in, dude. Basically, the question that I'm asking is, like if you, I was like, sitting like in a someone, truck I'm and in a that car, truck became Optimus Prime, what would happen to my flesh? I'm in car mode in the book, and somebody gets inside of me, and then I <laughs> spring up into uh, not car mode, into man yeah. mode. Ripping them to shreds. Yeah, and I that, scream man mode as I do it, and uh, as I when I become car man, um, there's entrails and you know sinew and blood like shooting into the air, and yeah, you know maybe picking a, a bone out of my teeth that'd be funny. Well, while I still I, didn't, I didn't eat anything, but I'm still picking things out of my teeth, like because oh like, yeah, I'm just like completely covered from the inside out in human uh, it's parts. Like, yeah, you gotta like pull, you know pull stuff yeah. out from between your grill yeah i i am a little bit and like maybe i shit out their heart that'd be funny too yeah i mean it's it's gonna be hilarious no matter what happens and I, i'm still troubled by the disconnect in in how you seem to understand books work and also the sentience of cars but you do understand the idea that a man car becomes a car man and that someone inside it will be disassembled and that's we can work with that we'll get to the rest later yeah it's a tuesday yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna be the guy in the car, the guy who turns into a car. Yeah, not sure. the guy in the car. <laughs> you got it. Yep, done. It's Don't want to be that guy. He he would or a person. They will die. I'm changing everything. It's now a book called Steve the Car, and it's all about how you're a car. No, I'm. I just want to be one of the. I want the that anthology yeah. part of your story to be called Steve the Car. Steve the Car, and, and about how this happens, I'll and maybe what. follow around. What you should do is follow around. 
whoever the main character is, whoever the character is going to be killed by me at the end. And just have them like do like maybe they're like on sort of some sort of mystery and they're like hiding from somebody and they get like really, really tense and epic. And then the very last scene is that person gets inside of me to try to escape, but it startles me awake. And I just stand up and scream, Steve the car. And then the book ends. And then that story just ends. And there's there's nothing, there's no resolution to whatever the main character. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to write this book. And about three quarters of the way through, I'm going to insert a short story called Steve the Car. And I'm not going to say anything about it. And I'm just going to wait until any editor goes, oh, this is a decent um you know, you're not the best writer, but really, I'm not, I'm not here about that. It's more about the Steve the Car story uh, doesn't <laughs> seem to have anything to do with anything. And in fact, I think I heard you talk about it on your podcast. Uh, what's What gives here? And I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's Stevie's a car. But like, if that happens, I'll take it out. <laughs> but if nobody, if nobody goes, yeah. hey, this doesn't belong in this book, it'll stay. Because I I think it's funny that you follow this person on some kind of like I think it's some sort of like search mission I would think in my mind. No, and no, I get, mean, and they and they get caught and they're running around this grave, this like junkyard or whatever. I can and, tell you the full concept when I get off the air. Okay. I just don't want to. I don't want to. I'm just writing my soon. version in my head. Is that and like the entire time somebody's reading, let's say it's like 16 pages long. The entire time someone's reading, they're like, like why the fuck is this story called Steve the Car? I'm nine pages in. And there's no Steve and there's no car, really. It's just about this person trying to find yeah. this item in this warehouse. And then the very last sentence of the of the story is me yelling, Steve the car. And this person is getting eviscerated limb. For, and then like, like the next four pages are just like a very detailed description of how every limb is taken <laughs> apart. Each <laughs> finger is pulled off first by the nail, knuckle by knuckle. Yep. <laughs> love the idea that when you transform you go steve the car like you, you have to yell it and then when yeah, you turn back why. into a car you go you go car car back to car <laughs> ford taurus <laughs> for no reason you're just like tyrannosaurus rex and you have your power morpher but you just turn into a like yeah. a sedan i turn into a high schooler you become a Corolla. Yes. Yeah. You become a Corolla. Okay. You know what? I'm throwing the book away. New book. The book is just called Adam Corolla the Car. And I knew that was going to be what it was. Adam Corolla becomes a car, becomes Adam Corolla. Yeah. And he does podcasts and, you know, is is does the man show. Or I, I don't I actually don't know what he's up to. I have not kept up with Corolla. <laughs> Believe it or not, I've not kept up with him. You know, you really, Dan, you really got to keep up with your Corolla because otherwise the wear and tear will. Ah, uh, yeah. Got to change yeah. the oil. <laughs> I've got to change Steve's oil. <laughs> He's a car man. Steve the car. <laughs> Steve the car. Uh, yeah. So this is a great hit, and I think that we're going to make definitely millions and millions of dollars off the Steve the car idea. I feel like Steve the car though does not run on gas and oil. He runs on truly. Oh no. Yeah, he runs on truly. It's just truly. Yeah. I just I open the gas tank and I pour truly into it and then instead of the uh changing the oil I just unscrew the oil cap and I just smoke a cigarette and exhale into it (laughs) god he's got some fresh smoke and then uh, (laughs) but because it's me it's pot smoke and I ruin I ruin the interior ruin that's all right it's okay um yeah so this is our this is this is the idea that's going to make put us on the map 
And then soon we'll be at the Oscars. And they'll be like, who is that awesome podcast that we invited the Oscars this year? And they didn't show up because they hate the Oscars. It's us. That's now, us. They would, Hot property. They would never give us Oscars, mostly just because, like, at this point, if I were to adapt, if I were to make this into a book and then take this book and make it into a movie, the only two names on the top of my head that I associate with it are Roman Polanski and Kevin Spacey. So I feel like awards might be a little tough for me to get if I'm what about Woody Allen or uh, he's in. Um, you know, yes, uh, uh, Harvey Weinstein produces, obviously. Yeah, I mean, he's I mean, he's hungry. Yeah. For it, we have so, yeah. we got to have the king. Got to have the king. Um Oh god, I hate myself so much. It's just hate the names podcast. that I just don't hate. Don't hate. <laughs> so, dude, this morning I started off my day by stepping in a giant pile of cat vomit. Yeah, I saw that on Instagram. Yeah, I almost fell on my ass. It was so slippery. It was uh, it was not fun, but uh, it was definitely a uh, who needs coffee, you know? Whoa, <laughs> whoa. Uh, but it was definitely a morning, but I knew it was coming because last night my cat was like being sluggish and like not really eating. And I was like, God damn it. Tomorrow I'm going to wake up to vomit, aren't I? And then sure enough, I did. But I totally forgot. And I went to go feed my fish. And in that floor space by my fish, there was a big old pile of vomit that I didn't see. But luckily, was there was any did you check the vomit? Floor. Did you check the vomit for any fish and like residue? No, no, there was, it was, it was just that nice creamy pink that we all know and love. And, um, it was, uh, it was disgusting and it was a hell of a way to, to kick off the day, but I've been awake ever since. So it's, it was something. That's a cool story. Yeah. I feel bad for the little lady, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. But usually if I see her about to throw up, which has only ever happened twice she'll start doing the thing that cats do where we're like <coughs> yeah yeah then i go fuck 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 fuck, fuck. the and universal I, symbol of i'm about to throw up i'm an animal who can't talk to you yeah so you pick her yeah. up and you either drop her into the bathtub or at least move her to a tile floor because there's no way to stop the vomit but better not hit a carpet and um but i was not there for the vomiting last night but luckily for me doris angel that she is did it on the hardwood floor nice and, good work uh, doris yeah and so it was actually just like a real quick wipe it up disinfect it it was it was actually not as bad as it could have been if it was a carpet i would have had no time to sit on the couch and read before work which is what i like to do to get ready for the day ah uh, i would have run out of time because i would have been cleaning all that shit up i was more grossed out that i stepped in it because i had to shower my foot you just just your foot <laughs> well because I, I i'm going to the gym after this so i didn't want to take a full body shower because i'm gonna do it tonight uh i would have um, just done two showers i just well because i i wanted to read i'm reading a really good book and i want to i like to read in the morning uh, it's norm mcdonald's memoirs they're fucking hilarious nice. and uh yeah it's it's really he even writes from the point of view of a ghost writer who does not like working with norm mcdonald <laughs> but it's just Norm McDonald. Right? It's so good. It, the levels of parody and like meta and like, like I just got through a segment where he spent like not like it's all true he says, but none of it's true because there was a segment where he he just got out of he was in jail for four months because he tried to hire a hitman to kill David Tell because he wanted to fuck <laughs> Sarah Silverman and he thought that Sarah Silverman might have been interested in David Tell. And so it's all it's all completely made up, but through the story you do get a feel of norm mcdonald's like social hang-ups with dating 
and yeah. uh through this so it's it's really thoughtful but it's still very goofy and norm mcdonald it's it's fucking I'll good check stuff. It out. so naturally i didn't have time for a whole shower because that's that's a whole thing so i just had my foot in the shower uh washing it off in the lower thing and making sure that you know all the vom gets off it was it was gross but these are the things these are the things we do when we <laughs> when you love it you love an animal yeah i do i love I an animal i love her i love her so much and and so if she's sick i'm sick she's sitting at my feet right now waiting for a uh a walk do there you go there you go and for this podcast recording um, i feel like i've been well, ranting and raving it's your turn you go i'm done talking well i'll answer a, the question that i thought you would ask back to me but i think you probably forgot yes. we we're on that bit. No, your what are my resolutions. goals um, yes that's that's literally where i was gonna go if you didn't go but i will say that you you have inspired me throughout this year to make my ne- my goal for next year to read more oh right on thanks man and so i think that i'm going to finish reading the book that i started reading last month which is uh project hail mary by the guy who wrote the uh the martian yeah andy weir the martian starring matt damon see people do star in books you're right see okay so but here's where i think the disconnect is is you know (laughs) you know how when you see like a like matt damon on the cover of the martian yeah and then when you read it he's not in the book he was in the book At the end of the book, when the credits rolled, it was like the main character was played by Matt Damon the whole time. In, uh, just so you know. So I did the audio book, and so it was read by a, a reader that was not Matt Damon. Oh. I do an impression of it, but he's impossible. We all know this. Yeah. yeah. You know what's There's funny a- is that so before the movies now, they have a commercial for a brand that I will divulge at the very end for the purpose of the story. Um, but Matt Damon comes on the screen and he's, and he like, he was walking through like the space station, right? Yeah. He's like, throughout time, we've had trials and tribulations, but we always overcome them. You know, it's all about like the innovation. Martian. Yeah. Like, like that time I was in the Martian. Um, when I was in that time, book, the Martian. In my, I was so good in that book. In my mind, he comes out like this. Hi, it's me, Ben Affleck's friend. That time that I was in the Martian, the book, The Martian, I solved a lot of problems. Now we can solve a lot of problems here on Earth, even though in this particular commercial, I'm in a spaceship. Here's a bunch of Marines that you can see behind me, because that makes sense. This is a commercial for Crypto.com. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but here's, you know what, though? Best commercial for Crypto.com. Honestly, because, the best commercial. Like, if it was a commercial that was like, I'm going to explain cryptocurrency to you, I'd be like, can you just get that fucking idiot from the Martian yeah. to tell me something? Because this, I don't understand it. And I'm never going to understand it. So uh, can I, can we just get Mark Watney from the, from, you know uh, what they did? By the way, good remembrance of that name. Cause I was trying to fucking like, dude, like, like the Martian I was like is, giving myself like 30 lashings. I remember this guy's name. I've, I've, I mean, I, I listened to the audio book <laughs> of that. I've watched that movie like 10 times. That's such a good movie. Mark Watney um, is like a great character. Crypto.com for sale? No, no, crypto.com is not for sale, unfortunately. Um, could you imagine how much money I would get for crypto.com? <laughs> they pay you in crypto too. I would love it. Um, so crypto.com recently bought the staple center. Did you hear about that? Really? Yeah, like earlier in the year, maybe like after like late summer, they bought the crypto it's now the crypto.com arena. 
that's it's no it's no longer the staple center which by the way sorry to tell you this crypto.com everybody in everybody in la for the next two generations at least will continue to call the staple center yeah because that's that's the house that kobe built and you can't fucking get around that i always think of the system of a down song beyond the staple center you can see i'm like ah i always it's not beyond the crypto ah, crypto.com it doesn't fit yeah i i gotta say that I don't have a lot of crypto, but I've just been playing with it because it's fun and I'm, I'm curious. Um, I don't have a lot, but that gives me confidence that that there is something to it. You know, like I can see how the, it's the MLB All Star Game was sponsored by Crypto.com. Yeah, like like that tells me that that like yeah. while I'm sure there's a scam aspect to some of it that people say, as there is with anything monetary, uh, I think there's also something kind of permanent there and i'm curious i i should really learn more but anything that anything that stop anything that is scam level with crypto is basically at the you know personal level like if i were to contact yeah, yeah. you and be like hey man like you know i've got a good lead on this new coin coming out you know yeah. just hit me with like you know 30 ethereum which net for now is right now is like what nine hundred thousand like, dollars yeah, well, I think Ethereum's only at five grand, isn't it? It's like four. Okay. It's like 120k. Like yeah, yeah. Like transfer 120k. I'll send you this coin. And yeah. because like because the transactions are like encoded so hard, there's no way of tracing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, there's no like everything is so secure that once it, it goes through, there's no way of getting yeah. it back unless that person initiates it. It's like those. Wasn't there a guy that like? got it was like i think two bitcoin he sold a slice of pizza back in the day but now those two bitcoin that he sold the pizza for like it's it's now the most expensive slice of pizza ever there's something yeah. like that it's really fun i mean i all I the stories have, are coming out yeah i have the tiniest amount of bitcoin and then i had some litecoin and i was like you know what just for fun i'm gonna just take the because i put 50 dollars in each that's it yeah and so both went up and so I took the Litecoin and I I traded it all to a meme coin just to see. Doge? And, uh, uh, no, Shibu. Shibu Inu coin? Uh-huh. Shib coin? I have yeah. no clue. I don't care. I was just like, I like the dog. And uh, and I moved it to that. And so that's that's as far as my crypto has gone. But I'll tell you what, it's fun. It is fun. But there's, there's all more. fake money <laughs> but that's the thing all money's pretend because it's like oh yeah. i have a dollar bill and, and an identical piece of paper just the different picture on it is 20 of that there's a level yeah. of pretend all of it but i i don't i can't pretend to know but i'm sorry what are your other goals for the year you want to read more so i i, uh, thank I want you to send for, thank you for being inspired you said you're gonna you're gonna start you're gonna finish reading it sounded like you're about to list off some books you said I, I, I finished uh, reading. No, a, I'm going to finish reading uh, <laughs> the, the Martian two. Because no, you said I want to finish reading the Martian two, and then I want. Uh, and then I want to kind of split between fiction and nonfiction. I've you know, bouncing. like reading reading a memoir because I have Jim Carrey's memoir that I still haven't read. Oh, nice. That's probably good. Um, I want. I'm a Colin Quinn wrote a history of the United States, but it's Colin Quinn doing it, so it's really funny. He's like. He's like low key one of the all timers. Yeah, Colin Quinn, like he's really good, really um, good. And I have like just a bunch of fucking books that I bought to like signal to people to come over that I'm like really smart, but I've never actually read those yeah, yeah, books. Yeah. 
What do you got? What's and on so, that list? Let me see. Let me take a look at my bookshelf. Oh, God. My bones. <laughs> Dude, my bones increasingly hurt. I fucked up my ankle and my foot today just by walking to the bookstore. Oh, yeah. That'll do it. Yeah, I walked to the still? bookstore. I can hear you still. Here's one. By a scientist. By the name of Mike McHarg. Mike McHargue. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It says, you're a miracle and a pain in the ass. Embracing the emotions, habits, and mystery that make you you. So like a pop science kind of book? Yeah, it's all about like how fucking insane it is that we're even alive right now yeah it's a biological miracle if yeah. you like that kind of stuff uh look up the author mary roach mary, mary roach, roach mary roach is one of my favorite uh like pop science authors because real deep uh she wrote a book about what they do with dead bodies that are donated to science like all the cool stuff that you can do with that she wrote about like the scientific look into the afterlife like actual she wrote about uh uh like the history of space travel yeah uh there's one about just sex drive there's one about digestion and she just does a deep dive and it's crazy stuff and it's and it's written in a way that's very fun i have such a brain crush on mary roach i'll tell you what she's not terrible to look at either i i don't remember what she looks like to the truth but she's, i've read uh, i've read an, most she's of her an books. El- she's an elder woman but she's uh i'm getting increasingly into that I, i'm increasingly into it yeah. it's yeah as i get older um oh hell she's, she's got like a laura linney vibe i can fuck with that but here's the thing she would never because i'm a dumbass and she has written these like incredibly profound books in ways that speak to a dumbass so if there's sitcoms, just no way if sitcoms have taught me anything is that people who are of super intelligence aren't looking for an equal of super intelligence they're looking for somebody that yeah, will fair. give them a change of pace Fair, fair. You know, that they don't have to keep up with all the time. That's true. That really, that really, really gorgeous actress with the eyes. Uh, she really loved Charlie, and Charlie totally like tells her off. And I fast forward. Alexandra to that Daddario. How's makes, that for that's it. Yes. Alexandra Daddario. I knew it was Daddario, but I could not remember her first yeah. name, which is why I went over it. Um I, I fast forward through that part anytime that episode's on because it, that upsets me when he does that. <laughs> like, I, I hate yeah. it. I can't do it. Uh, so what else you got? What's on the stack? I'm loving talking books. Um, that's it. Yeah, right on. Oh, what the the other, other my one? other bookshelf's in the living room and I'm not walking into the living room right now. Oh, about the, I thought you had more books about. The orgy is still going on. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, what else? What else are your goals? You want to read more? That's one um i want to focus on uh future wealth and how to um you know focus on being able to retire in this whirlwind of an economy that we are likely looking uh forward to for the until we actually get to that retirement age and until death yeah it's uh it's not looking great um so i'm trying to figure out how i can manage assets across multiple uh investments including crypto stuff because lord knows you know we got to bet on one of these systems to fucking win out and i want my i want a horse in each race you know yeah i'm into that we should uh when we're not on the air we should uh we should have some money talk because i'm looking to do some similar things 
yeah. I'm looking to make some investments. And like the last year I've been pretty good on stocks. So I want to like expand upon that. You know what? I, I think I have the perfect guest for this. Yeah. I'll try to book him for next week. Is it uh is it like Captain Economist? <laughs> it's Captain Economist. <laughs> yes. But let's call um, let's call him Papa Economist. How do you know it's him? Because I'm pretty sure you dropped the the a gendered pronoun first. I just said I have the perfect guest. I'll see if I can get them for next week. I think you said get him. Otherwise, I just assumed it was a guy because girls' brains aren't big enough to do math. Oh God. Well, I mean, well, except for except for recipes. You must know that I'm not serious. You must know that that's the no anymore, man. Sometimes, comedy is dead. Sometimes. It's dead. Comedy is dead. <laughs> I just don't. when 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 you guys all get the pitches, pitchforks, and the torches, uh, it's at Dan Scully on everything. I take not full me. responsibility for the joke because anybody who who doesn't understand that i'm joking is probably very very stupid so i'm sorry and and that one i hope hurts i hope that you're stupid i, yeah. not, not, I don't hope that you're stupid i'm stupid i'm dumb don't be stupid <laughs> it's okay to be dumb we're being dumb that's what we do um so you want to read more books you want to get your long-term wealth i feel like i'm on the same page i also want to fuck a lot more <laughs> yeah okay yeah into that yeah step you know, it up. I want to have sex at least twice this year. <laughs> <laughs> Stepping it up. You're trying to, so you're really if trying I can to get, double the numbers? If I can get twice, yeah, that'll be double my my 2021. You got Let's do two. Let's call it two in 2022, all right? <laughs> <laughs> two for two, baby. Yeah. Two in 2022. <laughs> I, I cannot, I cannot believe that it's 2022. I, know. I remember New Year's Eve the day that it became 1995. So I, I would have been 10 years old at the time. And I remember I had a, I had a shark watch and it had the year uh, listed on it. And it was almost midnight and I wasn't up. I was like in bed, but like staying up past my bedtime. And yeah. I, I remember watching- Like a hooligan? Yeah, like a bad, like a bad 10 year old. And I remember watching as it clicked over to midnight and became a new year on my watch. And I remember just being like, I'm gonna mentally snapshot this and I'm gonna remember this moment forever. And I remember it, I remember it clear as day. And it's crazy that that was 26 fucking years ago. That was yeah. over a quarter. I remember my dad saying things when I was a kid, being like, oh, I've known this guy 15 years. And I was like, oh my God, you're gonna die tomorrow. That's so much time. <laughs> and now like, like I've known you for almost 15 years. Yeah. My buddy Scott, I have known him for 22 years now. That it's crazy. Yeah. I was texting gonna, my I'm friend Chance. I was with my friend Chance like a couple months ago. I was like, how weird is it that we've known each other? We've known each other longer than we have not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like that's true. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's that's yeah. my buddy Scott. Yeah. I've known him for so long. It's crazy. Yeah. The time, the time that you haven't known each other is less than the it's time. Less. Like that's just like doing that math in your head just like makes me explode. I remember I had, uh, and this was years ago, so the numbers are even more fucked up now, but the movie is 
is why I'm sticking to this one. I remember a few years back, I watched, uh, I rewatched the movie, The Game, the David Fincher movie. Yeah, with um, uh, with Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas and Sean Penn. Sean Penn, yep. I don't know Great why movie. I thought about Gary Sinise. He's not in that movie. <laughs> Gary Sinise is in those movies yeah. of that era. I, I don't think he's in that one. But I remember watching that movie in my 20s and it was like or I mean, but either way whenever i watched it it occurred to me that i watched it when it first came out and i watched it now more time had passed between the first time i watched the game and the second time i watched the game <laughs> than had passed between my birth and the first time that i watched the game <laughs> That's crazy. That's so fucked up. And <laughs> yeah. There, there are multiple movies where I watch it and I go, last time I watched this was, uh, man, I must have been like 15. And, and then it's true once again, where it's like, yeah. that was 22 years ago. Only 15 years had passed between my non-existence and the first time that I watched the game or whatever the fuck it was, or Ballistic X versus Sever, you know, whatever movies you're into. <laughs> I'm never watching that. that that's time. why <laughs> That's why every movie you watch, you have to watch it every year. So that you're... <laughs> it increasingly like your feels ro- like Your that. rolling list of movies just gets longer and longer every year. So like every year you have to be watching the same movies, but with it's whatever weird, new like, movies you watched last year because there's a filtration process you want to take in enough to be part of the conversation but you want to filter out the things that you just don't care about yeah but then you got to think rewatch it's like i'm gonna rewatch boogie nights a lot because i think that's my favorite movie but i do feel differently about it each time i watch it it's important to me to keep doing that so it's like what movies become your robocops your back to the futures like your shit that 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 you will always go back to like I thought that that movie on Netflix, The Power of the Dog, was just goddamn incredible. Truly a masterpiece. I will probably watch that one more time before I die. Mm. You know, like it's so it's, yeah. it didn't make that cut. It's crazy. The numbers. I think the only movie that I watched, like as it was happening, I was like, this is going to be a classic film that will be fairly timeless uh, is Ocean's Eleven. Oh, yeah. Classic yeah. film. You know, it's funny. You know what I feel like? Remember the disease in the Eternals where you're alive so long that your brain can't hold any more oh, yeah. memories. So you start to go uh, batty. Mad weary. That's, mad weary. Yeah. That's that's how I feel sometimes in regards to it's like, have you seen that movie? I'm like, this weekend I watched a found footage uh, exorcism movie called Devil's Do. It's a lot of fun. And I watched it and I was like, you know what, man? That was really cool. I liked that. And I went to log the movie on my letterbox and found out that I actually watched the movie and gave it a terrible review like five years ago. Oh my God. And I I don't even remember seeing it. And I and watching it, none of it seemed familiar to me. I didn't even get an inkling of of did I see this before? I was just like, wow, watching a new movie. And and lo and behold, I'm Angelina Jolie in the Eternals. Yep. Getting mad weary, getting cotton weary. There's, I had a similar experience, but the opposite, um, where I was watching a show like in the background um, that I'd seen over and over again. And I, a scene came upon me that I'd never seen before. And this is a show that okay. I've seen on repeat probably eight, eight or nine times. <laughs> okay. And it got to the point where I was like, I don't think I've seen this episode before. 
Now this is this is entirely possible because I'll leave it on when I go to sleep. Oh, and then I'll, what show then I'll kind it? of restart. It's called Happy Endings. I've heard of that show. Yeah. Damon Wayans Jr. is one of my favorite um, He's television, very funny. television-based comedians. He is, yeah. whatever he's in, turns to gold. Dude, I, the Wayans have been like, yeah, they have their ups yeah. and downs and stuff. But like, the Wayans are a consistent comedy royalty family, and it's well-earned. Yeah. Um, but the scene started playing out. Then I was like, well, I don't think I've seen this episode. And like, because I, like I said, like, I keep it playing as I sleep. And I'll start randomly for another episode the, the next day if I want to keep it on while I work. Um, I was like, how have I not? The, 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 the possibilities of this, me not having seen this part of the show are probably astronomical. Yeah. And then at the very end of the episode, a bit happens that I remember very vividly to the point where I actually, actually quote it a lot. <laughs> and then I was That's like, probably why oh, you forgot right. the rest. Yeah. You elevated that portion so much <clears throat> that like the rest got dialed down. No, what happened was I probably tried to block it out of my mind, so I thought it was my joke, and I thought I was the original writer uh, of the joke. I do that one all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all the time. I think I'm goddamn hilarious, so I'm just an idiot. Yeah. As I put eye drops in. I uh, Actually, that happened the other day. I, I like to leave Always Sunny on in the background when I'm just doing stuff. It relaxes me because... I've seen it all so many times that I don't feel compelled to pay attention. So it's just yeah. like nice. And the epi- the episode, the uh, the dentist system came on just last night. And I was watching it and it all- and I knew I'd seen it before because I know the dentist system, but a lot of that episode felt new. And I was like, ah, this must be one that I just am typically doing dishes during or something. And there are some episodes of that or happy endings are like the opposite. I'll skip knowing that I hate them or like knowing that there's a particular scene that I don't like. Like you talked about I that might, scene in yeah. that one episode. I um, hate it, dude. And I'll skip the whole episode. And then like, it'll be on during my, my like binge streaming session and the remote will be on the other side of the coffee table and I'll be too uh, lazy to stand up. And I'll be like, I you know, know what? Like- I haven't seen this episode in a while anyway. Let's see if it's really as bad as it, as I think it is. And I would say <laughs> 70%. of the time, maybe more, I was wrong about the episode. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's most things. Like, I've found, (laughs) like, when I rewatch something that I didn't like before, the second time I watch it, I usually like it a little bit better. Um, You know, like, I want to watch the new Matrix again because I was like, ah, it's kind of lukewarm on it. I I wasn't blown away, but everyone seems like I want to give it another try, too. So I want to give it another try, you know? And But I I think that most movies are worth many movies are worth i think that movie's worth giving another try for sure i I know that i can guarantee you that um but a lot of things you know are like that because a lot of times you do filter a little out because you'll like revisit something that you came out hot on and then you watch it again you're like ah it's kind of (laughs) stupid it's whatever my my final goal is just not to use my phone as often as i do I've been leaving my phone upstairs in my room while yeah. I'm downstairs doing stuff. And um, I'm an Instagram that's been helpful. Much. Yeah. As it's, you saw yeah. by me sending you, I sent you, and I'm so embarrassed by this. <laughs> I sent you a, a double meme that I'd sent earlier yeah. in the month. No, 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 no. That I sent you earlier in the month. Oh. Yeah. Now I feel less bad. Okay. No, you should feel more bad because it just means you only pay attention to yourself, Mr. Selfish. 
You don't even like my jokes. I comment. You just give it the little heart. Like I know, I know how I know the weight of this exchange. I'll start commenting then. I got, no, you don't have to comment at all. It's it's fucking Instagram. I don't I'll give you a comment if I think if I'm like if I laugh out loud that gets a comment. If I just chuckle that yeah. gets a reaction. Fair enough. I uh, no, I, that makes sense, and that's typically yeah. how I read it. But no, I I wasn't actually bothered by that at all because that's a great meme. Yeah, that's a it's really, really good, really good meme. It's I can't funny. even tell you what it was because another testament to me not being on my phone so much. I've seen so many memes, I can't even pick one out right now it out was, of my mind. I can tell you exactly what it was. It was the one with the the heart rate monitor flatlining. <laughs> oh yeah, and it was, was like last last time I get my uh, it was something with the December to remember. Uh, it was no, it was like <laughs> don't eat the chili at the Toyota December to remember event. <laughs> that's what it was yeah, yeah awesome man. meme it's so funny oh man memes are so good they're the light that we have in these otherwise very dark times honestly i was uh i was not into instagram for a while I mean, at the early stages of the show you used to send me memes and i didn't know how to use instagram yeah um now that i've, I've gotten a little more savvy with it as i as i dick around on instagram um I've really got, gotten a taste for memes. And what I love yeah, I about do. memes is that like, it's a constantly building thing. Whereas like, I could see a meme that doesn't make sense to me because it's stacked on like six months of other memes that have built to this. And if you yeah. miss a link in that chain, but when there's something that is like so specific and so unique and built upon the concepts and things of other memes and it hits there is no pure, sweeter bit of like just joyous, honey tasting comedy in my yeah. life. It's so good. And like you start to pick apart the non successful memes. Yeah. To like to understand why they don't work and how they could be better. I like when it's a good meme that <laughs> is either referential to something that I like or pays homage to like a, like a, like a silly concept. But I also like for my memes to have like just a touch, just a little touch of odd surrealism. To them. Yeah. You know, where like it's the just graphic a design is my like... passion meme is my favorite style of meme. <laughs> it's so good. Because it's like, it's like, how fucking weird can you get with that yeah. shit? It's so weird. And like sometimes the surreal meme will go too far. It's like when you're watching Tim and Eric for too long and, it, it, and you like lose the. Or thread. I would say even Family Guy. Yeah, our Family Guy, we're just like it yeah. digs too deep, but like, but when Family Guy hits something, it's so good. Yeah, it's really you know good. you love a good family. When Tim and Eric finds that, like, when they create a Doctor Steve Brule, yeah, the fuck, get the fuck out of here, like. But oh man, yeah, I now I can't think of a single example of a good surreal meme. Well, you can think I of mean, a single example of doing your plugs. We're out of time. Okay, I think my. I, I just came up with a good example. Okay. Have you seen have you seen why though? Why though? Why though? It no. is it's a meme that people post in response to typically somebody does something impressive online or weird. And then it's like, okay, but like, why though? You know, <laughs> that kind yeah. of thing. Or, you know, it'd be like that feeling when someone says blah blah blah, and you go, okay, why though? And um, the picture is this little fat guy painting. And it's, here he is. You've seen him before. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Why, so, though? Like medieval Renaissance style, whatever. 
fucking yeah. art history bullshit. Kills me. It's the funniest fucking thing because that's exactly yeah. how a precocious little kid who just is there's too much information is just like why though, exactly where that comes across. So then I go digging deep and it turns out that's just a painting of a pope. Nice. <laughs> and like the great, but like how did it get to there? And it's something that a lot of people tend to understand just looking at it. It's it's that's the definition of a meme, I guess. That is what it is. Yeah. <sighs> Once again, my food item will have to wait. Don't worry, it can wait. Oh, man, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I was the one ranting and raving this time around. We're out of time. It's okay. We don't want to take up too much of our listening. Rob's already dead. Yeah, he's our only friend anyway. And he's Dr. busy. Scientist. And Dr. Scientist, and he's in space. So honestly, I don't want to take up too much of their time. They're busy. Yeah. They're busy. So I am at Dan Scully on all of the things. You can check out scullyvision.com for links to all of my work and examples of all of my work. Uh, check out my other show, I Like to Movie Movie. It is at Movie Movie Cast on all of the things. I Like to Movie Movie. Please like and subscribe. Um, I've got the end of year episode coming out this week. So those of you who like the countdown, shout out Plus Two Comedy, who likes to do the challenge. Um, it's uh, it's gonna be fun this year. I'm putting together my list right now. Check it out. Um, you can follow us at Hot Property Pod on all of the things, Twitter and Instagram, meaning that those two things. Follow my dog at BB8 underscore the Corgi before I BB hate you. Oh, pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, and uh, yeah, hey, good why luck out was, there not getting COVID? Why was six afraid of BB? Because BB-8-9. And that's been Hot Property. And as always, it's got to be good. good. And it's got got to to be be that.